Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, we have a busy hour today. Question of the day. Thanks, Joe. Our intern, That's what I'm here for, right? Our intern Graham's really doing a great job. She dropped the ball there. She was supposed to tell me well, to do She's trying to be nice. She, you know, she doesn't I'm, understand. I'm counseling her, so next time. We kicked the door in around here. Did you hear the morning guys today? I'm like, hey, Chris, fade the music, bub. You know? Chris did a hell of a job for a guy that doesn't run a board. I do it every day, and I still screw things up. It is so overwhelming when you're trying to speak, run the board, get Wes not to drink into the microphone. It, it's uh, it's wild. 745 was something this morning. It really was. <laughs> when they played the whole Justin Moore yeah. song. I texted uh, I texted Josh. I was like, bro, did we change formats and nobody told me? <laughs> I mean, I love Justin Moore, and I know he's on the morning show. Boy. Oh, we got we got it all going right now. I just need somebody to fart in the microphone. We got it knocked out. Yeah, I, can, I got you. <laughs> Team player. Uh, Christian, questions of the day today, so Graham doesn't yell at me. What do you got? Today is the last day for college players to withdraw from the NBA draft. What do Devo Davis and Jordan Walsh do? Both stay in draft, both come back. Walsh enters. Devo returns. Devo enters. Walsh returns. So far, the leader or is all Walsh of the enters and Devo returns. Okay. A, B, C, a and B, I, I think, C and D, or all of the above. I think Holland, Walsh, <laughs> and Devo are all coming. Well, I think you're wrong. One of those is wrong. I think Holland's going to G League, and I almost will guarantee that. Yeah, I'll bet anything I have. All right. Wow. Wow. I don't want to bet. Carry on. What else we got? <laughs> Question for men. Do you ever sit down to pee? Yes or no? So far, 56% say no. That's higher than I thought. How many? 56% say no. Mm. Uh, I think you guys are lying. You just don't think it's manly. Um, according to new research, men should be sitting down to pee instead of standing up. And Graham's thinking TMI. Uh, a leading urologist has stated that sitting down is more hygienic and healthier for bladders following the publication of a YouGov report about male urination. Dr. Gerald Collins is a urological surgeon at the Alexander Hospital and says that it's the most efficient way to pee. This is partly due to the fact that sitting results in the relaxation of the pelvis and spine, which in turn makes it easier to urinate. I say, listen, other than maybe out on the golf course, don't knock until you try it. Larry David talked about this a long time ago, and I'm with him. I mean, this is something that I absolutely agree with him on, uh, especially at night. So even if you think you're too manly to do it during the day, and I, obviously I don't want you sitting down the urinals here at the station, guys, but... It does make a lot of sense. You, if you don't want to wake up, you got to wake up to pee in the middle of the night. Joe, you're getting to be a certain age. I know you do. <laughs> uh, you don't want to have to turn the light on and wake yourself up. You just want to want to go in and knock it out. I mean, you'll be a you'll be a diaper stage not too far down the road, so it'll make it easier. But Close what happened to you? I fell in the toilet. How'd you fall in the toilet? I went to go pee and the seat was up. What does that have to do with you? I pee sitting down. You pee sitting down? Yeah. Have you ever tried it? No. It's more comfortable. When you get up during the night, you don't have to turn the light on and wake up. And you get to read. What are you reading? I'm reading a lot of stuff. What stuff? If I pee 20 times during a day, I can get through all the whole New York Times, for God's sake. 20 times? Yeah. Hey, buddy, when you're peeing all over your shoe, I'm learning something. What makes you think I'm peeing over my shoe while all you're right. learning just, something? Just get my sneaker, will you? I don't need to discuss this. Why do you pee sitting down? Many reasons. You crap standing up? <laughs> That's a fair question. Don't do that either. Not a good move. Not a good look. 
The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right, Hagen Smith earlier today told us it doesn't matter who pitches. Arkansas is going to kill Santa Clara. He's not worried about them. That's something yeah. he said. I may be yeah. pa- I'm paraphrasing. I was yeah. going to say, I'm yeah. covering for the kid. I'll listen to the whole thing. I'm not sure he said exactly that. That's Kevin Kelly eating on the air. We don't do that. Only from 6 to 10, Coach. There's Wes drinking on the air. That's good. Joe, you should smoke some weed doing, on the air. I was just doing what Wes said. Uh, Wes does. Yeah. Wes doesn't talk, though. I don't really though. eat on the air. You do. I, I, I move away. Yeah, you do. Well, right. I, thought, I thought I was through, and the chicken sandwich was so good, I wanted to get one last little bit. I know. I, I saw, Joe actually, brought me a chicken sandwich. There was a video I was watching on the internet today, as we completely get off the rails here, <laughs> of uh, a couple of players who were sitting at a post-game press conference. It was, um, I'll never remember. Were they Jalen Brunson, and I can't remember who the other guy was. Christian? Josh Hart. Josh Hart. And Josh Hart, he also apparently is into drinking breast milk. A whole other thing. I don't want to get into it. It was his wife's, at least. Joe's like, I'm uncomfortable. Sorry, oh. you got to put up with this. This is hard being an intern around here. Anyway, uh, but he started. He snuck a piece of pizza in the middle of the post-game interview. And they tried to ask him a question, and then Jalen tried to cover for him. It was very awkward. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you guys can do the morning show if you want. Been there. Done that. All right. I didn't do a full, like, deep dive. Like, I can't tell you a lot, but I can tell you a little about Santa Clara. First of all, they're the Broncos. Offensively, they're dangerous. Where are they from? They are from Santa Clara, Joe. Okay. Pretty sure. Pretty sure that one. That's deep. Um, the Broncos, 15-3 over Portland, 17-3 over St. Mary's, and they shut out Portland in the championship game. Um, they also won their opening game, 4-zip over Gonzaga. No, it wasn't 4-zip. They beat Gonzaga. I don't even have the score on that one. This report is not very good. Eight-game winning streak, 17 of their last 20. They lost to Stanford May 9th, 20-17. Obviously, they're pitching off, but they did beat Stanford earlier in the year in uh, the thick of the non-conference schedule. They played a good schedule, though. They played four games with Washington, which is a tournament team, and they split that four-game set earlier in the season. Lost 2-3 out of three to Wazoo. They beat Cal earlier this year, and they were 17-10 and 10 in conference play. So Arkansas, I think, will have a decent test. I mean, they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys, admittedly, to play in the West Coast Conference that are batting uh, 300 or better at the top of their order. So, pretty good. Yeah, I disagree. I think this team's not tested. They haven't seen anything like Arkansas. They're going to be overwhelmed with the crowd. I expect Arkansas to beat them easily Friday night. Well, they are. Or Friday afternoon. They are tested. They've only played six games against quality opponents. But they've seen what it looks like, and they beat Stanford in one of those. Midweek game. Yeah. Against guys that don't pitch on the weekend normally. Sure. So, obviously, because it was 20-17. to 17. Okay. It's just a different animal, a different beast they're about to see. They haven't seen anybody like a Hunter Hall and Hagen Smith, that kind of pitching. So, uh, I, I really, I think it's a good draw. And Arkansas will win Friday night, take care of business, and be ready for TCU Saturday wow. or Arizona. See, poo-pooed my work right there. Just completely blew it off like there's Look, no chance in how Arkansas a, could lose. They don't have a starting pitcher. Now, I will say this, their they, best. They, who doesn't have a starting pitcher? Santa Clara. They don't have a starting pitcher? They're junk. It's That's junk. interesting. They don't have a starting – they're going to have a hard time winning a game without a starting pitcher. And, and here's the I guess thing. they're just going to go, hey, Arkansas, you guys, you guys just pitched to yourselves. One. Coach pitch, they're going to coach pitch, right? They have three like relievers that can throw the ball that look – you know, have good numbers and have a good strikeout to walk ratio. They won't start any of those guys. It's like they just throw a guy out there to start the game. He gets shelled and they go, okay, <laughs> let's bring in the bullpen guys that we trust. <laughs> 
Um, Blake Hammond Tampa is... Tampa Bay did that a couple years ago. 6-1 and one with a two three five ERA. Skyler Hales actually had a really good conference run. He throws around 100. 6-4, 2.81 ERA. I'd say they got a couple guys who are pretty good. Those are relievers. I just told you that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Aren't you not listening? So you're saying they've got pitchers <laughs> three. that are, but they're relievers, three relievers. not starters. Yeah. In cr- your opinion. So Brandon Arkansas Gomez needs to a reliever score too. runs early. Brandon Gomez started eight games. He's got a 3.5 ERA. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. He's a starter. Maybe he maybe he racked up that low ERA in his relief Mid-week appearances. Games. His relief appearances. Yeah, what maybe. Wes is saying in a nutshell. I, I hear Wes. They He's talking out of his a butt. garbage schedule against yeah. nobody. Obviously, the West Coast Conference <laughs> is not a premier baseball league. The SEC is. I get that. That was Wes who said that. Aren't the, ga- aren't the games? I love Sam. I mean, obviously they're on TV, but for those that can't listen, aren't they here on the buzz? Yes. Yes, 100%. I know. Thank you, Coach. Well, well, what, what Justin's trying to do is make sure everybody knows there's still some doubt, so go ahead and listen if you can't watch. Oh, we'll be listening. <laughs> I think he's right. I, I think when you get in tournament time, it, literally, NCAA basketball tournament, football playoffs, anything, anything can happen because you don't know. All it takes is Arkansas starting pitcher just to be off. My, not right. Mental mindset. Maybe he's got something, a little tin, twingling in his arm that's not going to work right. Next thing you know, you look up and you're down three to nothing, you know, after two innings, and they've got confidence and it changes. I mean, anything can happen. I've seen too many weird things, okay? Yeah. Just too many weird things in sports, but certainly in baseball. I'm not – obviously, I would pick Arkansas. I'm just trying to tell you Santa Clara is an explosive team offensively, and they've got a number of scores where they put up a ton of runs. And, yes, you could say this because they're playing against second-rate pitchers. But. I, I give you this. The Oakland A's currently – to oh, this day, God. have the worst record in professional baseball. I think it's the record for this many games. You also get more people at PA well, the, games uh, when you were coaching right, than they right. do at their the games. Royals, they just, beat, the, hold on, hold on, right they just beat the Braves in back-to-back, back-to-back. games. It's because Freddie Freeman got away from Atlanta. He was still there. But I'm just saying, that nobody would have predicted, okay, yeah. you lose one, that can happen in baseball. You lose twice in a row to the worst. I mean, the the worst team ever to this record, to this date Did you in see baseball. Freddie you Freeman's like one of the best on a, teams. 16 or 20-something crazy game winning streak or a hitting streak? I need to ask him. He's good. I need to ask Barrett Salee about that. I know he's still bent out of shape about it. Um, <clears throat> Wes and I do debate about fielding percentage, but I will tell you this. I looked up uh, – here's an interesting number. Um, Auburn – I mean, excuse me, Missouri with a 5.95, Ole Miss with a 6.40, Georgia with a 6.44, Mississippi State with a 7.01. Those are the four bottom ERAs in the SEC. <laughs> what do they have in common, Wes? They're not playing. They are not playing. The last four ERAs are all out of the tournament. The other ten are all in. Pitching matters, huh? Sure does. Sure does. So there you go. Um, I got a trivia question. Christian, what do we have to give away today? Travelers tickets. Travelers tickets. I can't remember what day, though. We'll take them. People will take them for whenever. Um... There are six teams in the SEC this year that had 100-plus home runs. Only one of those teams is out of the NCAA tournament. Six teams in the SEC hit 100-plus home runs. Only one of those teams is out of the SEC tournament. So apparently the long ball also is pretty helpful. 661-1037. Arkansas this year, in case you're wondering. Wes, how many home runs? Were they around upper 70s, low 80s? They were. 82. Good guess. Thanks. Very nice. You got one thing right today. You should do sports for a living. I think that was a hypothesis, an educated <laughs> guess. I knew like a week ago they were around 78. Um, I figured they became hit a couple an educated home runs. guess, not yeah. just a guess. If Arkansas gives up seven or eight runs and loses in the first game, I'm going to suspend West for a week for bad <laughs> mojo for being too cocky. Um, last thing here, we have an all. Did we talk about Ron Holland? 
No, did he announce? Yeah. Okay, you didn't tell me that. Oh, he ESPN's me. reporting Ron How about breaking Holland. news? How about something? Sell it, baby. Sell well, it. I just told you. That's why we were trying to bet with you. Yeah. Because we already knew. Oh, okay. Well, you guys are dumb. I don't like the tension in here this morning. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's it's, well, I'm trying to run a professional show here. I'm getting no help at all. <laughs> These guys are jagging off around here, telling each other stories behind my back, <laughs> as opposed to telling the listeners like a grown-up. I quit eating. Professional. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate you. Um, Ron Holland you is done? going to the pros. We still don't know about Walsh or Debar unless you guys are holding that one, too. You want to bet? No. <laughs> I'll bet you that uh, Arkansas has got an All-American on the freshman team in softball. You want to bet that? No. Is it a freshman All-American or an All-American as a freshman? No, freshman All-American oh, okay. team. Uh, Reagan Johnson, congratulations. Uh, 79, that's the third most hits in single season program history. I'd say that's a pretty good season, Coach. Where's she from? Three, Carnes City, Texas. I was hoping she was from Arkansas. I know, it'd be cool. But anyway, she had a great year. Still raised back. Yeah. Still raised back. Uh, Coach Kelly's here. Let's officially introduce him so our sponsors are happy and... Uh, or Wes, or I mean, uh, Joe could just whistle it. <laughs> By the way, did you see Al Pacino's having another kid at uh, 81? 81, his girlfriend's 29. Oh, wow. True love has no age. Oh. I don't have an issue with them dating, if that's is what that they're into. 52 years? I think, think it's weird, because she's like, okay, Seems cool. Like at 10, this kid's dad is going to die. That's like when I, oh, I struggle whoa, with Whoa, hold on. Italian people wow, live a, a long time. What a buzzkill. Is that the over-under? His <laughs> 91's a pretty good run. I trained a 103-year-old lady the other day. <laughs> I'm sorry, did she just have a kid? Well, I which don't makes know. it more I did, impressive. I did, I did an ask, <laughs> I don't but think, I, don't, I, would, I would assume not. I don't think that's going to help his health, trying to chase around a Bambino that's, I mean, uh, at 81. This I kid think will it's going to keep him alive right. I think it's yeah. going to keep him alive hey, longer. Let me pull one on you. Ooh, you something to look you, forward to. You, you want to make a bet? You want to make a hey. bet? I'll bet he doesn't make it to 100. You want to bet? Like you want to bet? How old is he now? 82, 81? He's 81. Can we put the over under at 93 and a half? I'll tell you what. I'll take the over. No. Just kidding. I'll take the under. I'd take the over on that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, his life can't be that hard, right? Didn't De Niro do the what? same thing? His life can't is. be that hard. No, his life can't be that hard. Didn't Robert De Niro do the same thing? He just thing? had a kid, too, but he's a veritable baby by comparison. What is he, 70-something? I think he's like 79. Yeah, he's I think a, Al's actually two year, a baby. <laughs> I think he's 81, Christian. I'm pretty sure I saw it in the report. Well, Les, you had a chance anyway, right there. When he said he's a baby compared old. to him. It was two years. You could go, baby, baby. He's 82. He's 82. Wow. He's 82. Anyway, you guys are getting me off topic here. That keeps them young at heart. <laughs> We're stressed out. He led dead. the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. The best surgeons. The best treatment. All focused on you. It's hard to whistle when you're laughing. <laughs> I can't hear you. Look, you're like the kid in the class who wants to be disruptive in the back row. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Klein. Would you like to have the class's attention? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. Sorry about that. We bothering you? Like and then when he turns around, he starts whistling again. Look, buddy, like I said, you bring chicken sandwiches, you can do any damn thing you please, okay? It's all good. It was really good, by the way, Joe. Um, sidebar, did you see your boy? Have you seen Charles? I've talked to him. I was watching the game the other day, and somebody's like, damn, Charles looks good. I'm like, he does look good. No, he's, he's losing weight. Oh, he's losing a bunch of weight. He was on with uh, Pat McAfee, which, by the way, everybody goes on Pat McAfee. It's like the new uh, it's like the new Jim Rome. I don't know. It's a good gig if you can get it. We can't get, we can't get your boy anymore, but we've had him before. 
He's big time in us now. He is. Well, he's small time in us now. Not as big as he used to. I really, I want to still be playing in the NBA, but it doesn't work like that. Chuck, you can still put up. Hey, you still on. get four rebounds, don't yeah. you? Think? You still ten and four. You do look good right now. Are you are we in the middle of? Uh, is this new? Are we skinny forever? I'm trying to do the same right now. You know, man, I started this drug called Manjaro uh, about six months ago, and I'm down fifty-seven pounds. It's, wow. it's been amazing. My doctor, she's amazing. By the way, note the math on this yeah, in a minute. I started taking this Manjaro. You know, I know a lot of people take Ozempic, but my doctor prefers Manjaro. And like I say, I started at 352, mm. and I'm down to 290, and it's been great. I'm starting to feel like a human being, not a fat ass anymore. Hell yeah. I want to lose. You know, my doctor says I can't get to my plan weight, which was 250, but I'm going to get to 270. Let's go. Because my, my doctor told me, she says, there's a lot of fat young people. Ain't a lot of fat old people. They're all, they're all dead. They're all dead. Uh, Joe, what's 352 minus 290? Is, is that 57? Is 62 or 57 pounds? 62, 62, but we're splitting hairs. I mean, it's a lot of weight. Yeah. yeah. He looks really good. Oh, That's yeah. like, I got to buy new suits weight loss. Oh, yeah, no. He's, I'm proud of him. He looks really good. good. Yeah, I good. took a picture with him, and his, and his, his, his butt weighed more than I did. Got a big cam. Yeah. Um, I got to get me some Manjaro. That's Use all I know, to block coach. out. Yeah, what is that? It's like it's so zempic. People are taking these, uh, it's, I guess it's a, it's a... I know somebody that that's on it. It's a, a suppressor. A lady... And she dropped weight like crazy. It's an now, I don't know the side effects. Right? Well, that's what they later in the interview, they're like, well, what does it do? Yeah. And he's like, I don't even know. She told me to take it, so I took it. I'm losing weight. It works. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's what I like about Charles. He's a simple man. Look, she told me to take it. I'm it's, taking it. It's funny because. Causes you to lose hair. Well, that's the thing. Obviously, that's, <laughs> that's funny. But it's funny because we were talking about, I was joking about this with somebody this morning. It's like, People were so freaking out about the COVID. Like, oh, I don't know who made this. I don't know when you did this. They're like, well, how about this one? You take this. What's in it? I don't know. They're like, it'll help you lose weight, though. They're like, give it to me. I'll yeah, take it. I'll take it. It's like, you don't know the science between anything you take. What difference does it make? I don't trust what their doc says. Doc says you're too fat. I'm going to take it. Doc says so. Anyway, I got to get me some of that. Manjaro. Oh, it's a diabetes medicine, we're told. But that's, that, so is Ozempic, but that's what the thing is. Yeah. But I guess they're producing it enough where it's not like... Hurting the diabetes crowd. I've been told that. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, they're going to lash out next if it's not. Yeah. Oh, I'm quite sure there'll be people raising heck about it. Anyway. Uh, I got a question from the uh, listeners. Uh, has Bryant reached out to you yet, Coach Kelly? Let's put it this way. Some, I, not, not in official capacity. Okay. Everybody, well, obviously, anytime there's a good opening, people are going to ask you about... Yeah. Uh, about it about the open. I and mean, obviously that's a really nice job. Buck yeah. Buck, Buck won four state championships right there before five. we left. Five, yeah, five. Sorry. Five and uh I think he left it in pretty good shape. They have they have What do you tell us? Nine starters team. back no, on one side and six. six on the other. Yeah. yeah, and Coach Bach Coach Bach, the A D now. He understands football. He coached football. Yeah. He's from a baseball family too and understands sports, the importance of it. And he's a good man. He'll fight for whoever takes that job or whoever they offer it to and, and accepts it and that kind of stuff. Really good job. Brian's a good community. They love football. For they sure. love sports. Period. Baseball, I football, think softball. Conway's a pretty good job too. I think he'll do. Yeah. Oh, he'll do there. well. Bucks, Bucks, good football coach. What really they win last year? Ten. A bunch of times. Pretty good gig. Yeah, and like he said, they're a play away from, or a couple plays away. The last couple of years of playing for a state championship or winning a state championship. Yeah, he, he'll do a nice job. We 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 matched up when he was at Star City. Then he was at Camden Fairview. 
We played them in the playoffs, played them. We were in the conference and stuff, and played them. In, and and I would say, I would say, out of the conferences I've been in, he's one of the top three coaches. I had to be ready. I mean, well prepared for, hmm. well prepared for in a regular season game or in playoffs, non preseason game. Shifting. I'm honestly, I'm on, I'm proud to say, Buck, if you're listening, I've never been beaten by Buck. I'm quite sure Ooh. he's not listening anymore. He already had his segment. <laughs> he um, might be. Let's no, hear what y'all have to say about him when it's over. What uh, What do you think about the 8-9? That's one of the questions of the day today in the SEC. Eight versus nine conference games. I thought Nick Saban did a good job of laying out both sides I, I, yesterday. I, yeah, I, I think it does have both sides. It depends on what you're trying to help, too. And If everybody had the same agenda, I like eight. Thank but everybody you. doesn't have the yeah. same agenda. Thank you. you know what I'm saying? Mm. And now I do believe this that that it's good for some of those big schools to play their smaller schools for the play the pay games because that's how they make their budget. So if you have to have eight, and that's the only way they're going to do that to support those smaller schools where they can have their million dollar payday and support their program, then keep it at eight. And if not, and somebody's going to play too many easy games where you're guaranteeing four wins, you know I hate that. You got to look at schedules, and you're like they're going to win four games if a if a crackerjack coaches them you know mm-hmm. if nobody coaches them mm-hmm. they're gonna win four and i don't like those those are no fun i understand it you want to get healthy use this for that whatever whatever but overall if they're going to use it to support lower tier programs that need the money i'm all for it if I, not give me more confidence i games. wish they would play honestly and i'm not saying that they're more intriguing than sec games and there's an argument to both sides but i do like compelling top level teams or even um like teams facing each other so let's say you're a Top tier, but maybe lower third uh, Big Ten team or Big 12 team. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're in Arkansas and you're kind of in that realm, right? You're middle of the pack, maybe ish. Um, to me, that's a compelling matchup, you know, more so than playing a Vanderbilt or somebody who's the bottom of the league, with all due respect to Vanderbilt. So yeah, I like the A game schedule. If you use it, like you said, if you use the flexibility, right? You still play th- maybe three games that are relative money games, a couple FBS, maybe even a FCS here and there. And then you play a compelling out-of-conference game that's not going to be a walkover. Well, and here's the easy answer to it, really, to me. Say, say you want to go to an eight-game schedule, do it that way. Or eight-game conference schedule. There's, it's easy to put an algorithm, algorithm in a computer. Let all the uh, FBS schools agree that we're going to play our conference games, eight games. But for the other four, here's, here's how it's going to be coded. We want one easy game where the big program's playing the little one, giving them some money. With the rest of it, we want equally matched you don't know it's random generated, and you spit them out, and they give you the next the thir- the year schedule for three years from now, and that way nobody can accuse anybody of mm-hmm. well you're doing this or you're doing that or you're scheduling light or you're scheduling heavy. <laughs> it's literally computer generated, and they play like teams. The problem is they need their algorithm at the school they want to play to have the same kind of algorithm, I guess. Well, no, it's, it's going Kansas, by, but it goes by power rankings and stuff sure, like that. Okay. So, so what I'm saying is, you're going to end up playing like teams. Sure. If you're one, you're going to play be playing two, three, four, five somewhere in there. I, I know, think the problem with that, it's a great. I think the uh, the portal nowadays. You 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 saying that like you're going to have a scheduled team two or three years down the road. Well, I would say it for as soon as they would let them do it, but they won't agree to that. They'll right. want yeah. two or three years. I just think, I think rosters change so much. Well, now. they do, but if, if, you, if you want to be, I mean, if yeah. you want to be a great coach, learn to win. I mean, right. you know, find a way to win and learn to win with whatever you got. And that, but that true, it is cause true parity too. Some of the, you, scared, you got Alabama on the schedule in three years and somehow it hadn't gone well for them. And then all of a sudden you got a chance to beat Alabama. It's the year before you're like, okay, I'm ready for Alabama now. 
We've got Bubba Carpenter coming up in a second. Let me get these calls in real quick, and then we'll run on and uh, get Bubba on the other side. Christian, if you want to give him a heads up, we're just a couple minutes back here. Uh, Kevin, go ahead. You're on with Kevin. Yes, sir. And, Hi, and Joe. What's up? Coach, what is, what is your view of players playing, running track, playing football? The I, reason I, I ask. The reason I ask. We, we, we've, had some, we've had some pretty major hiccups where I come from over the coaches do not want. They want you to be so committed in one sport. But I hate that. If you do not I, have I speed, where did we go? Well, I, I I think kids should play whatever and everything they want to. And I had the same. You can ask anybody, the 40 or 50 coaches that coached under me at PA, when I was the AD from 06 till 19, I highly encouraged kids to play every sport they wanted to. I, was re- I, I really had a problem if a coach tried to pressure a kid not to do that. They need to play what they want to. And coaches don't realize, and I wasn't that way at first when I started coaching, until about 06 when I became the AD and I stepped back and took a look. But it's actually better for the kid not to have the same guy for a full year round, off-season, in-season. I mean, there are some that just want to play one sport. That's fine if it's their decision. But if they want to play two or three sports, have at it. And then, you know, when, it, when it's time to come to your sport, they'll be fresh. They hadn't, they're tired of the last guy. They're ready for the next guy. Yeah. They listen more. They're more attentive. I mean, it's, it's just – I just think we're going the wrong way when we're pushing kids to play one sport – let them have their fun. I loved playing multiple sports in high school. Same. Glad I did, yeah, and I wasn't good at some, I wasn't good at some of them. That's me. But I enjoyed it. It was great to plug into something else. I was like, why be marginal at one thing if I can be marginal at five? <laughs> exactly. But my kid, you know what? My thanks for the call, Kevin. Great question. I think, and look, if you talk to a lot of professional athletes or professional coaches, they're going to say the same thing. And you could maybe gain something from playing a different sport that helps you in another sport. No question. But, but I think the biggest thing is to me is you shouldn't be pushing kids to do something they want to. Do. I wanted my kid to keep playing baseball. I thought he was decent. He could have been okay, and they got a really good program in his high school. They just won a state title. Right. But he didn't want to play baseball. I want him to play baseball. Yeah. yeah. I've already played baseball. I don't need to play baseball anymore with him or through him. So my thing is push the kids for what they want, but if they don't want to do it, then cool. I mean, I'm, I want to encourage him and help him, but if he doesn't want to play multiple sports you're, and he does, it's fine. Here's the thing as a parent, and you guys know, it's what I would always say. You're fighting too many other things that are non-negotiables. Right. You know. Grades. Yeah, conduct. Yep. They're all the those things are like non-negotiable. Now you want to you want to play for Coach Kelly, that's fine. But don't don't take the summer off or do something else and then go. Coach Kelly's not playing me because he doesn't like me. Right. Coach, right. if you can help Coach Kelly win games, he gonna play. All right. So well, I like if no you want to get an off-season program and you want to play football, then you better tune it up and get with it. But yeah. no, you can't stand there and go. I honestly think we had kids, I had kids that played other sports just to get out of off-season. Because off-season was going to be way harder. That's part of it. And we stayed every year, all day, 365, 330 to 530 after school. So they would might as well be in another sport. I think that encouraged kids to play other sports. I ran track and played golf in the same season. If you don't think I love going to track or uh, to golf meets instead of having to be <laughs> yeah. a track practice in your high. <laughs> um, also, I will say, look at Arkansas. Their most dynamic receiver potentially is Isaiah Satania, who's an elite track guy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, now I, I'm all for I mean, I, I promise you I'm all for kids playing other sports. But that, that stat that you look at baseball, professional football players and go – well, 75% of them played multiple sports in high school. That's because they were great athletes. Yeah. They, yeah. they didn't end up in the NFL or Major League Baseball because they, they, they did, played multiple sports. They didn't, and most of them did not when they went out of college. Went, right, went on to college. Right, right, right. You know, right yeah, but in, yeah, yeah, in college, it's, it's tough. Oh, we've the, had people that can do it. Yeah, you're the dude it's in hard. high school. You really can, hard. You can dominate everything. Mm-hmm. Joe, Joe could have played a little tight, and he'd been fine.
Joe, you'd have still, you might still be playing in the NFL. If they would have let me. If play, I'd have had you, if they'd have let end. me play tight end. I'd have. I wanted to touch the ball. I didn't like. I was tackling and blocking. Well, you're kind of doing was, that on the court sometimes. I was good. I was good at it. I wanted to touch the ball every. No now doubt. And then. <laughs> nah, kids. Kids need to play what they want to. LC, real quick. Hey guys, has Bayfall signed a letter yet with us? That's all I was wondering. I appreciate you. I'm pretty sure yes. Yeah. No, he did sign a letter. Yeah. He hasn't arrived on campus. Right. Yeah, that's what he's asking. He's committed. Committed. So it's like Blocker, right? Him and him and Blocker yeah. both yes. signed, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blocker's on campus. Sam. Joe. Real quick, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I had a question for Coach Kelly. Fire away. Uh, more or less, I'm just curious what your take on this whole Bryant High School and Buck James situation is with the whole ring fiasco. I mean, did you hear the of- Sam? Did you hear the interview we had with Buck James at 10:30? I did not. Okay, I encourage you to go back and well, listen to well, that. I've got a good answer for that. Go ahead. No matter what what you hear on the street or from somebody at a school or a coach or whatever or on Facebook or on Facebook or there's always two sides to every story and here here's the deal the bottom line is this uh Buck's a good man okay and the administration I know a couple of administrators at Bryant they're good people too so obviously when something gets blown up like this probably both sides made some mistakes and both sides did some good things and in the end, none of us can ever be really judgmental because we have no idea about the true facts of it, and that's the bottom right. line. And when we, right. in the end, you have to you have to trust the people that you have in positions or in power to take care of your kids and do those things. And ninety nine percent of the time, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Sam, I encourage you to go to our podcast site. You can go through the app and just uh, click on the, the zone, or you can go to um, Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast and listen to that interview. We posted it separately, cool. I'm sure too. And just hear it from the horse's mouth. Okay. I thought we pressed him pretty good on it without being out of out of hand, and he he answered it as clearly and as honestly as he could. So mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was well yeah, done. Yeah, no, I'm ex- I'm extremely. I don't know if y'all watched Ted Lasso, but yep. there's a, a quote in there. But uh, what is it? Be curious, not judgmental. Yep. I'm, I'm just entirely curious, and Coach Kelly's got a good take on things because he's been a high school coach. So mm-hmm. I appreciate the insight. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he does. That's not the nicest thing you've ever said. To me. I love you. 